Jesus Christ, man. There's just some things you don't talk about in public. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my was power, Earth 2 with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comment facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. P. Features. Hello, internets. Ooh, he, he's dragged that out a little bit there. That was okay. And then there's Mauer. Beep you. These Just quiet, these quiet you. condo beep yous. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about these. <laughs> Soon. I want to be able to feel it from the other side of the country. I want to I be able to take my headphones off and just stick my ear out the window and go, there he is. Our <laughs> listeners are like, thank God. <laughs> After four years of having you? to take my headphones off when I listen to this podcast, I finally don't have my ears blown out when Mauer says hello. And then there's the other guy here. What's hey, going what's on, baby? Going on? Ooh. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, baby? I said, what's going on now? What's going on? So, yeah, Baby Huey's going to Baby Huey it. I love that Baby Huey literally sets up with a mic, the headphones, the whole nine yards to to, to search and fact check us. (laughs) Like, gotta do what I gotta do. (laughs) It's funny how, like, in this scenario, you're heard more than if we were to record the show normally at the regular studio. (laughs) (laughs) Because I actually have a mic now. Because you have a mic now. (laughs) You know, he is our Baba Bowie. I'm not quite sure what day it is, but I'm sure it's close enough to uh, a little bit of that new news of features. It's it's quarantine day. (laughs) It's quarantine day. It's time for the what? The new news. Quarantine journal. Day 73. Comic related current events. Comic related -related current current events. events. (laughs) (laughs) I like how it was like a call to action. Related. Related. Current. Events. Events. We are ready for that. It's hard enough to do that when we're all in the same room. <laughs> Let alone with a all delay right. and nobody looking at the camera. We've got plenty of things to talk about. Well, that's not true. We don't actually have all but so much to talk about. But we're going to stretch a lot of topics <laughs> out to make a half hour show. Uh, first off, DC is here to uh, bail out retailers. Kind of cool. Hmm. And also, somebody caught Ezra Miller's hands. <laughs> they were quick. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. Well and- played. And there is a new million dollar comic on sale. That one's pretty cool. I, w- I mean, it's not worth a million dollars, but I, I kind of get why it's got a price tag of such. But that'll be fun to talk about. All right, but before we get into that, let's get into comics. Let's start off with some really easy kind of sad news, but kind of expected news. Um, let's start off with Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, at this point, mm-hmm. it's just par for the course. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic is being paused. Uh, so Shocking. After, uh, starting with uh, issue 105, they're going to be no more issues until, you know, this clears up. Now, the funny thing is, in the comic itself, they're dealing with kind of a pandemic of the mutagen and people, like, mutating throughout, I forget what city, New York, 
that fictional New York there. You know what? I was man, thinking Gotham right. City. I'm about to say, I don't think they have a fictional city, man. <laughs> they don't. Um, so yeah, they're dealing with a uh, outbreak in their comic, just kind of like we're dealing with, only our outbreak's not as fun. How would awesome um, would it be when you yeah. see turn the corner, there's somebody like a giant duck? I don't think Howard? it would be awesome for you? the... <laughs> yeah. I don't think it would be awesome for the giant duck. It'd be Baby Huey. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's accurate. That's that's the. I mean, it's accurate. <laughs> um, okay. The next uh, next quickie kind of news: uh, Marvel Comics has uh, will not be releasing any digital comics on April eighth. Uh, they're going to do this case by case basis, but essentially, that's what they they've said that they have a, a larger plan in the works, and they'll let everyone know soon. But as of right now, no digital comics being released on the eighth. What's that tomorrow? There so, is yeah. There's an insider rumor that was actually leaked to me through one of Fireside's friends that Marvel might be doing digital comics that you then take the voucher into comic shops after the pandemic to get the physical comic, and they will be splitting the profits with the comic shop you take that with. Ooh, Mm. I don't know. I don't think the comic shops are going to dig that. Well, it's either that or they don't get anything right now. So they're fighting to not have any digital comics released. And Marvel's like, well, we kind of have to release some stuff. But at least they're talking through ways where the fans can still get their comics. Because they're looking at like fans, you know, some people, this is the only thing they look forward to is reading their comics each week. So how do they help the fans out and not hurt the comic shops? So they're thinking of a way where if they buy the digital comic, they then can get the physical comic and then Marvel pays for all the physical comics or whatever they're doing. But there's lots of talks being had and there's comic shops involved with it. As long as some, uh, as well as some of the artists that are contracted, because there are some artists for DC and Marvel that get paid no matter what. It's not per book. They are just employees. So those are the guys that are probably going to be doing most of the work because Marvel has to pay them anyway. So we'll see. That makes sense. I know the, um, I know the, the comic shops, right now can't stand the concept of digital, but at the same time, they can't stand the idea of DC sending them books still. Even though, I mean, we talked about this last week. I still think that DC, when they said we're going to still find ways to ship books to shops, I don't think they're talking about in pandemic areas. You know, like, I don't think they're sending comics to epicenters. <laughs> like, yeah, the I don't tri-state think area going to get not- one. Philadelphia, New York, New Jersey, they're not getting comics. But the fear is, is that people from New Jersey or New York will leave the state to go find a valuable book, especially, for example, we've got new characters from Marvel coming out and collectors are going to go hunt them down. I mean, when, I mean, it's, I remember when we were all in our slight pop phase, like, I don't know if, I mean, maybe baby Huey still is, but I don't, none of us talk about pops anymore, but I remember like we all traveled (laughs) to find pops. Like we all like hunted them for a little bit. I sent baby Huey out. (laughs) <laughs> I could see, com- I could see uh, avid comic fans still doing the same thing, and there's the fear in that. Like to protect families of those shops outside of those epicenters, I can see why comic owners are like, or comic shop owners are like, mm, I don't know about this. You can still get the books directly from all the comic publishers. Like they still have subscription services directly through Marvel and DC that people can sign up for. I see that coming around. Uh, in a much bigger way, like when we were kids and just having your books delivered to you each month. Um, one of the things local comic shops have also been doing has been comics by the pound. So all the comics that are in their long boxes, 
They've been doing like a five pound box, 10 pound box, 20 pound box. Uh, for you, you throw an extra $5 in, they'll give you a random exclusive cover. An extra $10, you get a graphic novel. So there's a lot of comic shops that have been doing that. Um, one of the shops that I've ordered some of my graded books from did an online auction the other night. And it was pretty cool. They had like column A, column B, and column C. Column C you bid on. And then column A and B were set prices that the first person to say they wanted that letter, you bought for the price they put out there. But it was just a way to keep their fans interacting and there was a chat going on. So comic shops are finding ways to float some money. So hopefully somebody helps them out to cover the rest of the, the finances they need. Well, that's an interesting segue. Um, so right now, DC Comics has committed to 250000 through a charitable foundation. Uh, what is it called? Uh, anyway, it, there, the, I think there's a particular artist foundation that they're sending it through to uh, help not only comic retailers, but artists and, public, uh, and um, writers as well. It's the Book Industry Charitable Foundation, or BINK. BINK. Good old BINK. BINK, BINK. So, and yeah, so good for them. Good for them on that. I mean, it's, it's a smart move because the sad truth is there's going to be a lot of comic shops that aren't going to survive this. This is going to be hard. So for any of your local shops, when this is over, I would definitely go spend a pretty penny there. There's a few that have already announced they've closed. Yeah. I don't think financially can handle opening back up. Because comic shops, sad to say, do not, they don't survive on comics. (laughs) Comics, they usually, I mean, it's a a hit or miss market on whether or not a book's going to take off and have any kind of value to have those those repeat or the the non-repeat customers the repeat customers were coming back it's the non-repeat customers that they want and comics don't do as much i remember going to a bunch of comic shops and asking like when do you make the most money and they usually would say game nights like friday night magic or wednesday warhammer that's usually when they make the most money and that's on cards figurines and snacks yep well and it's not just dc uh the now i guess poster child for dc as you would probably call him Mr. Jim Lee himself is uh, contributing personally to the cause, not with money, but with something better than money, his personal sketches. So he is going to be doing 60 sketches, which you've seen how fast he draws. His sketches are like full-drawn pieces of art for most artists. Um, And they're going to be auctioned on eBay live for three days each. And that money is going to be going to uh, Bink as well. Right now, he has Azrael, Dr. Fate, and the Batman Who Laugh up for bidding. They're starting at $5,400, $4,950, and $5,600 each. So that was when the article was written, but going to his page recently, the only, he's got three up there now. He only has the Batman Who Laughs, he has Doomsday, and he has Big Barda. So if you, it's, it's Chunky Monkey Four Zeros. So Chunky Monkey Four Zeros is his eBay page. I also put a link in the show post. So if you click on Jim Lee's picture in the show post, it'll take you there if you want to bid on any of these. But they're in the upper three, four, five thousands to bid. And, and they are wildly detailed. None of the character versions will be repeated. So if you get That's one, cool. it's going to be that he's not going to do another one like that character. He might do another Batman. But it won't be the same style Batman or the same pose. They will be one-offs, which is cool. I wish I could afford one of his pieces. 
Well, see, this is, I mean, yes, they are very cool. But the sad truth is I'm never going to get one of those. Uh, I'm never going to get the next thing we talk about as well. But the next thing we talk about, I, it just blows my mind that it happened in the first place uh, and that it has the price tag that it has. So, Feech, uh, as far as this new auction is concerned, how much is it going for? $1.2 million. And what is unique about this comic that's up for sale? So the unique thing about it is it's uh it's a Marvel it's comic, but for some odd reason it has artwork on the cover from DC's Titans. Teen Titans. Or is it Titans? No, it's Teen, Teen Titans. Titans. It's, it's Teen Titans. Titans. Yeah. It's the and new it's, Teen it's, Titans. And it's a Marvel two in one. It's Marvel two and one seventy four with with the Fantastic Four in it. Uh, I think it's th- it's thing in somebody, but it is <laughs> it's an older book. But the cover is somewhat newer looking than the uh, the actual book itself, uh, and it's CGC rated at seven point five. Uh, and it is a one of a uh, no, it's not a one of a kind. There's what four of them existence? Three such in existence um, in circulation according to CGC's census. That's crazy. One point two million. Like, there's very few books that get that kind of price tag. It'll be interesting to see who it sells to or if it sells at all. This is a book Maybe. that you buy, hope the value goes up, and then trade for something you really want. Sure. Uh, maybe, maybe keep it if there's only three. Go ahead, Feech. How many, how many books like that have that CDC rating and are, and are like with that price tag? Early three. Superman, early <laughs> Batman books. I mean, like very few. Very, like there, and to that, to 1.2 million as well. That's crazy. I mean, what? So actually, comics number one sold for three. Sheesh. That's crazy. So, like, that's close. That's close to half the price of Action Comics number one. And it's <sighs> not really the same value, really. I don't, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know where the value, the value comes with its rarity. It yeah, it's only, it, well, this is, this is just rare to be rare. It's not highly sought after. Which is why the the dollar amounts up. Like the Superman books, it's Superman, so everybody wants them. So there could be more of them, and they're still going to be worth more. There's a few hundred of the first appearance of Superman that are decent grades out there that all have the same value. This only has three, and it's got a one point two. That's crazy. Was it really? That's amazing. I've, a 9.0 Action Comics number one. I That's crazy. Thought so. Nothing 7.5 has, has really... I don't know. That's something to look into. I'm curious. No, there's, still, there's yeah. some 7.5 like early Batman books that are that price. I don't know if they're in the millions, though, man. That's what I'm saying. Are you getting a, a quarter? Amazing of, uh, Fantasy, you could probably a million dollars for a seven. You think? I don't first know. Appearance we got to, Spider-Man? We got, first appearance. Well, first appearance, maybe. Because I know, I know uh, Spider-Man number one is like 10 grand. So that's obtainable. And I know that because we have a buddy who literally bought a house by selling <laughs> Spider-Man number one, or Amazing Spider-Man number one. That's insane. I'll put it, um, all right, let's, uh, let's move on from comics and let's go into some TV news. Uh, not but so much to talk about. Little Harley Quinn, Little Walking Dead, Little Kevin Smith. Um, so let's get Harley Quinn out of the way. Uh, season two is already up and running. Uh, it's, it's 
first episode it's pretty good i mean nothing much to talk about but the reason i put these in there is one they do want to explore this season the relationship of harley quinn and uh poison ivy so they the didn't first do that season, last season not at all and they said that they didn't want to force it they didn't want to just go immediately from joker to like somebody else that she becomes you know, attached to she want they wanted her to kind of break out from the Joker first, become her own thing, and then kind of build towards that slowly and make it a natural progression in their relationship instead of trying to just shoehorn it in just to have it there. And I like the direction. I like the uh, the girl who voices uh, Poison Ivy. I like the really dry Poison Ivy. Um, she's very, very funny. So they are, that's something that they want to start going uh, towards that direction in this season. But if it, we don't know if this season's going to even see the fruition of that. That might be something that they're hoping for in a third season. But they said, uh, if we get a season two, we're going to focus on Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Uh, and then the other reason I wanted to put some Harley Quinn news is actually for baby Huey, uh, because, uh, what's her name? Kaylee Coco. She said, um, Coco. Well, yeah, they, the they asked. Yeah, they asked why she didn't do the iconic voice. And I thought it was a pretty good answer. It's the only answer that is acceptable. No, she didn't want to come off sounding like she was doing a bad impersonation of somebody else. She wanted to do her own thing. And, you know, if you think about it, a lot of people that do the Harley voice either do it okay or it sounds like they're trying to sound like the actress that originally did it and it doesn't come off as natural. So I'll give her a pass. It makes sense on why she did it. Um, I still think Bernadette's voice for Harley was awesome in that Batman Harley movie. And I would have liked to see Bernadette with it, but it is what it is. It is very much her own Harley. So I do think that she pulled that off because it, the essence of Harley is very much there. It's just really the only part of Harley that's different in this to me is her voice. And actually, well, the rest of the cast. The cast is probably the most different thing about Harley. <laughs> Actually, everything about this is really different. No, Harley's pretty close. It's just like Batman is so over the extreme to who Batman is. And, and you know, King Shark is nothing like King Shark. They, they're, uh, Clayface is a thespian. Uh, like they're, they're very funny uh, takes on all the characters. But wasn't well, Clayface was an, an actor. actor? Yeah, he was. Yeah, but you should wait. You got to see him in the show to understand what I'm talking about. Like, he's not Clayface. Like, he uses Clayface to always put on roles. So he's always like, he can't just change into somebody. He has to know their backstory and come up with some (laughs) kind of creative way. Uh, Oh, he's a method actor. And he's a, and he showboats as well. So, like, they get into a lot of trouble because they'll like ask him to, like, you know, stop the guard from doing this, but he has to, like, overdo it with some kind of performance. Uh, or if he's behind the, you know, whoever's up front in taking uh, all the, um, you know, the spotlight, he has to figure out a way to jump into the spotlight. So like, they're all very, like, I don't know, kooky versions of the, the Gotham, ver- the characters. All right. Uh, all right. Walking Dead is pretty easy. I actually did not watch the most recent episode, but I do did see this twist coming. Um, so spoiler alert for the uh, not season finale. Um, and you're talking about been... the TV show, not walking outside. The walk. <laughs> <laughs> well, well played. <laughs> well played. Uh, so yeah, with Michonne gone on the show officially now, a lot of people are like, "All right, how do you how do you get people to be as interested?" Because a lot of the mainstay characters, besides Daryl and Carol and Negan, are gone. Uh, well, Maggie is making her return, which I thought was going to happen actually a couple episodes ago. So I figured this was around the corner. If you're, I mean, with Michonne going off the show, uh, Rick going off the show. It opens uh, up some money. 
Right. Absolutely. So yeah. now you got Maggie coming back. So Lauren Cohen is reprising her role as Maggie. That was the tease at the end of the, the uh, for the actual season finale. Uh, but God only knows when that will air. Norman Reedus is gone? No, he's still there. Oh, okay. he's The three backbones of the show right now are Daryl, Carol, and Negan. Huh. But I, I don't care about Carol. Negan's still awesome. I Why mean, so is that's Carol great. still alive? Because <laughs> uh, she, there was a time she was very cool, but the problem with Carol is she, she, Carol is going through like um, identity uh, crisis. Rick season kinda. six. She just goes back and forth between being like, oh, I'm the, like this crazy badass to like, I'm so sad. Everyone get away from me. Like, I can't do it. I can't handle it. And then she goes back to being a badass for a while. Then, no, I can't handle it. I'm going to make dumb mistakes. And then she, she goes had, back to being a badass. She had one good episode. No. Look, look at the flowers. Had, no. She, I, her cookie speech when she first gets oh, to... Uh, yeah. that, that, oh, it's so good. <laughs> that cookie speech is amazing. Cookie speech uh, but is when, good. But when she gets all down on herself, it's like, nobody cares. Come on, Carol. Nobody cares. So uh, with Princess coming in, with the new, that crazy person with the, uh, looks like is all in black armor and has like the two Chinese like ninja looking weapons. I don't know what they're called, but they're like, what's uh, actually maybe uh, Baby Huey knows. Baby Huey, uh, Michelangelo's new weapon from the new cartoon, not nunchucks. That were his original weapons. It's got the hook on the end. Yeah. He's going to look it up. He's going to look it up. All right. But anyway. The, it's there's enough interesting things happening in the show to keep me excited for next season, which I haven't said in a long time. So kudos, Walking Dead. This season's been pretty good. Scale now, of I have no season idea. one to season five. Where is this season normally holding out right now? Where, where's this one? I'd yeah. say this is a good. I'd say this is them going to like, uh, like the prison. What is that? Season three. Okay. Yeah, that's a good season. That was a solid season. That was like, a this solid. was a for for the fact that all of the people I actually care about they're not there, and I still care. Okay, I'm in. Do I have to watch everything to catch back up or no? Uh, I hope not. I mean, you're going to you're confused why there's so many new characters and why so many are uh, gone, but it's some of it. I mean, the whole Negan. Unfortunately, Negan was amazing, but that whole era was terrible. <laughs> it really it was. Dude, it was like, like, you know how in Dragon Ball Z, Baby Huey, or not Baby Huey, uh, features, you'll get this. You have Dragon Ball Z, they'll have like an entire episode where they just scream and power up. Yes, and then once you get to the climax, next time on Dragon Ball Z, will exactly. they fire the Kamehameha wave? Will it work? All this and more on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. And I've just so, successfully watched a whole episode of Ah, Ah, Ah. <laughs> Wait, you're not joking? No, no that's, no, that's, that's a, real that's a real thing. <laughs> that's a real thing. And then in The Walking Dead, they would literally have a gunfight that takes three episodes. <laughs> wow. It's like, dude, come on, stop stretching this out, man. <laughs> let's let's move forward. All right. Then enough of the Walking Dead. All right, Kevin let's talk Smith. Disney. Um, so if you remember when Disney Plus was first announced, the first show they talked about was a Kevin Smith show taking a teen book, the uh, Kingdom Keepers book, and turning right. it into a TV show. And the Kingdom Keepers was like everything comes alive in Disney, Disney after dark. Think like Goosebumps crossed with Disney. Ooh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause for just a second and butcher a name real quick. Baby Huey just texted me what so the like, name of that weapon is. Ooh, starts with a T, right? Nope. Manriki Gasari. Manriki Gasari. Gazunta. That's. I mean, it definitely is M A N R I K I. Manriki. Manriki. 
Okay. And then G U S A R I. Gasari? Sure. That's why he didn't say it. He was like, I'm not butchering this. I'm going to text you. <laughs> um, Ricky Gunsari. So Kevin Smith had this plan. He was super, super excited about the show. Then Disney Plus got a new person in charge of the app, and they were like, nope, you use too many uh, Disney intellectual properties in that, so you can't do it. And they squashed the whole thing. Because so, they use intellectual properties? Too many of them in one thing. Because it's everything from Disney coming to life. So you would have Mickey and Minnie and uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Like Anything in the park would be... Think of Kingdom Hearts as a TV show crossed with Scooby-Doo and Goosebumps. Sounds awesome. Does sound awesome. Now imagine Kevin Smith writing it. You know he would fan favorite everything out of that. And they were like, no, sorry. And they just squashed the whole thing. I don't understand where they lose it with this. Disney is weird with what they will do with their IP. They only want to release certain characters at certain times and put certain things out and let you see certain things. Um, That's why Kingdom Hearts was so shocking because they let everything kind of live in one spot. And that's not a thing that Disney normally does. You you do know the success of Kingdom Hearts. People were craving for the... was this one that was just that just came out? Uh, yeah, but that's still within the world of Kingdom Hearts. Like it's still controlled to just throw all their IP around without any real say, creative control. Like I guarantee you, Disney went to Square Enix and says we're in control. Like Square Enix, I'm sure did not have much say to what that would that uh, that game was going to be like. Like they made the game, but Disney had the final say on pretty much every decision. I would be willing to bet. So I would say in this scenario, same rules kind of apply. It's like, well, hold on. <laughs> That's a lot of our IP. Like, Huey, wasn't there weird rules with that game that was popular for a little bit? The one that you had me buy, like, little characters for? Like, didn't they have certain characters? Like, you only had this many villains, or... I remember there was oh, certain things with the, when they uh... released those. What's the name of that stupid game? Infinity, yeah. Yeah. Like, they had rules for what characters were going to be in that, even. And what their worlds were, and, you know. And that's not shocking. Look at, look at Warner Brothers DC when it came to the Arrowverse and the DCEU. Like, I mean, companies <laughs> You're doing are, something cool? Com- Stop. We're going to try and yeah, butcher it in up. the movie. <laughs> so, right. yeah, it, that's not, it's not shocking. Uh, but let's move into some movie news. There's not a much. There's honestly three things, and one is not really movie news, so we'll talk about that last. But first <laughs> thing we got to talk about is Ezra Miller. Uh, what the hell? <laughs> like, okay, that is the weirdest video. So if anybody hasn't seen this, TMZ has video of, uh, of Ezra Miller in Iceland, essentially choking out a woman in a bar very, very slowly. Very, very you want to fight slowly. <laughs> he like gently really places her on the ground by her throat. Is that what you're trying to do, bro? That's what he keeps saying as he's like, holding her like and softly like grabbing her by the throat but slowly bringing her to the ground it's the weirdest thing and like they don't seem like they're fighting she's laughing in the beginning but apparently uh it's all real so philip defranco one of my favorite youtubers does a new show every day if you've ever watched it's great uh but he did a whole thing where he reached out to the uh the, the bar apparently it's a place that ezra miller goes often apparently there was a real altercation apparently it was uh it, it, it was all real. 
Like he slowly fought a woman to the floor. Well, thank effing God. Because that means he's out. There's no way with the state of the DCEU already that they're going to be like, you know, by the way, a woman beater over there, we're going to have you be our our kid-friendly favorite uh, character that's out there. I mean, he hasn't spoken yet, and I'm shocked. He said nothing. We haven't heard anything from the Ezra Miller camp. But yeah, it's bizarre. I don't. I didn't feel comfortable putting it in the show post. So just like look for it. <laughs> it's um, it's out there. We should all finally do one of those stupid. Uh, what do we make fun of all the time? The change.org to get Grant Gusson to replace him in the DCEU. Oh, since they crossed I, over anyway. I would sign that. I definitely would. They yeah, already sign it. They already show that the the multiverse is there. Just have him step into that role. Boom, we're done. Well, I mean, I, I still want to hear from Ezra Miller. I still, I mean, still want to hear from him because I mean, look, as as we find out more and more uh, with Johnny Depp and uh, what's her name, Amber Amber whatever, Psychopath Heard. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, the tables turned. You don't know the full story until you know the full story. So, I, I want to hear what he has to say before I'm all let's you know get rid of Ezra because I was seeing Johnny not, from the beginning. <laughs> Not my Barry Allen, but still the Barry Allen right now. Got to be quicker than that. Uh, all right. Got to be <laughs> That's, Did you just State Farm Insurance this? <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. What else we so, got? Uh, the n- next thing as far as movie news, uh, let's real quick go over the new release dates for all the Marvel movies. So Marvel's uh, next phase. So phase four of Marvel has been officially pushed back. All of the movies have been pushed oddly some in more dramatic ways than others. Doctor Strange got a pretty dramatic pushback. Uh, but here's the new breakdown. So November 6th, 2020 Black Widow. Then Yay. we have on February 12th, 2021 we have The Eternals. Shang-Chi is now May 7th, 2021. Doctor Strange November 5th, 2021. Uh, then we have Thor Love and Thunder February 18th, 2022. Black Panther 2 is going to be May 8th, 2022 and Captain Marvel 2 uh, will be July 8th, 2022. So Black Panther 2 and Captain Marvel 2 officially announced. Well, actually, Black Panther 2 already did, but Captain Marvel 2 officially announced. That's a really you long time to wait. Yeah, it, well, it is. But it is you know what, what though? I, th- I, have a, I have an idea that I think they're going to take some of this time to, to probably rework some of the scripts to probably make the movies longer. They've already found that they can succeed with a two-hour-long movie, if not three. Well, I think Doctor Strange got moved because they can't continue production on any of the Disney Plus shows. So since it's so connected uh, to the Scarlet Witch uh, Vision show, with that being mm. pushed off, I think they're like, well, I guess we got to push off Doctor Strange now. Because if, if their plots are so connected the, the, as they say they are, that would make sense to why they have to move it. Doctor Strange House is just, just getting shit on over and over again with bad luck. Director leaves, writer leaves. Yeah, but it's got Sam Raimi now. Come on. <sighs> Sam Raimi, come on. Listen. No, you're not a Sam Raimi fan? I was, and then Spider-Man 3 happened. Yeah, but I don't give him... That, that's not all him. I don't think that was his fault. That was all no. him. No, it's his fault, but it's... <laughs> it, no, it's his fault. I don't think that was his all, fault, him, all his fault, because... I, if, come on, he did the first two movies too, right? Why would, yeah, he, but he, he why would he double stuff two villains that didn't need to be three villains that, that didn't no, need to be in, that a, was in a movie? That, that was had Sony. to be Sony. 
Sony forced a lot of things, but he has come out on record and took responsibility for that movie. He said he wished he could do a Spider-Man 4 to make up for Spider-Man 3. So he is at least acknowledging. He, he, you know what he's like? He's like, um, he's like George Clooney just taking, yeah. taking blame for Batman. He's like, Batman, look, I'm sorry. Batman and Robin sucked. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. bad. I thought I killed Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mean, whenever he comes up, uh, George Clooney is hilarious. He's like, "Yep, yeah, just you can yell at me now. It's my bad, but I hope, <laughs> I hope that they uh, don't ruin Doctor Strange or push it back so much that we don't get more after the second movie." Because Benedict Cumberbatch, I don't think that's, I don't think that's the case. All right, as long as I don't I think that's the case because the script's already done. I mean, Sam Raimi is just going to give his look to it. It's just going to have a Sam Raimi gloss, but the script, I mean, it's finished. But it's a the different story, script. The story. It's not the original is, is, script. Is he, re, is he rewriting the it's, script? Everybody got... So everything changed on it. Weird. Because the reason why uh, the director left is they brought somebody in to change the entire script. Because they didn't want it to be straight horror anymore. So well, I mean, let's let it's they uh, the track record's the track record. I'm not too worried. <laughs> the MCU track record until that starts taking a dip. I'm not too worried. Uh, all right, last bit of news, real easy, small bit of news. When we're all out of quarantine, this really is for uh, Disneyland and Disney World. Uh, they're getting their Marvel section. Uh, that world, all of the Marvel attractions, will never have been affected by the snap. So it is not an MCU thing. That's why Spider-Man's costume is different. They are the versions of the heroes in our actual world. That's how they're being presented to the, uh, to the, uh, the go whoever goes to the parks. So the park goers are all being introduced to the real world versions of Spider-Man, Captain America, Iron Man, so on and so forth. So they, uh, the Thanos snap never happened. That way I, they can still have Loki. They can still have cap. They can still have everybody. What are we saying? Feech? I get that. But at some point, the snap has to happen. Otherwise, I mean, it's, listen, not true the characters well, got to well, go some type of change, man. It's until Thanos shows up here. Not the not the theme park theme characters. Park. <laughs> yes, you just want to yes, walk through the theme, theme park one day and be like, oh, "Cab's dead." Uh, sorry, I, little I, Jimmy. I just, I just I want mean, features. We're not going to see want, bodies. Just a banged up shield. I want features to go to the park, right? And then go to the park two years later and go, all right, how has your story developed? <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much relive the same day over and over again, son. <laughs> what have you gone through, sir? I need to know how you're different as a character. <laughs> Beach goes in with like the bag from his uh, vacuum and just throws the dust in the air. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's the best note to end it on. <laughs> on that note, Menchie, do, do that thing. 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 You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside at your social media choice, unless it's Twitter where it's Fireside Crew. But again, just go to Welcome to Fireside. We hope everyone's being safe. Um, everyone is unfortunately still isolated, but you know we were, we're all doing, doing the right thing here. So we appreciate you. We appreciate your time. We appreciate you listening. Uh, all of the support goes a long way. So thank you for sharing all the engagement in the Firesiders group. Thank you for that as well. Once again, I'm Menti. I'm Features. And I'm Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to check out our Amazon link on <laughs> welcometofireside.com and help us out. Or we're just going to put some of the necessities up there in a wish list and you can send the Fireside guys some of the things that we need during this trying time, except for baby Huey, um, who's still here. 
No. He's just <laughs> looking at me. On that note, deuces. Deuces. Excelsior.